Sometimes, in order to succeed, we have to let go of our preconceived notions and trust in the unknown. And that means stepping off the established path and walking one's own towel, which that for me is one of the principles of being a Taoist, even though I do not see myself as one. While there are many slogans and feel-good quotes out there heralding the virtues of living or training like a true black belt, very few people are able to let go of their earthly tethers and surrender themselves to the weird ways of heaven. Because to surrender unto heaven, or whatever you, your beliefs are, means one has to confront their friends, family and peers with the challenges they bring in order so that the Taoist may know who they truly are. And, at other times, it may be the painful inner self-reflection required because at the end of the day, there ultimately is nobody but themselves to deal with. And I for one have had many of these inner battles, given the way I keep living my life. Being accountable to oneself is harder than it looks and it requires discipline, a lot of self-discipline, to make it work so that one stays on the profitable side of life. And, and you are not going to like hearing or reading this. It usually means doing things that are strange, weird and not normal. Because doing what is normal becomes a person's prison. But I would rather be free and lose listeners than follow everybody else into the same hole where the sheep cry, Help! Help! Help me! So to give you a real-life working example with yours truly, last year at the start of 2019, I went on one of my many walks pondering on my usual question of how I can make money or have a good income so that I can continue to focus on my martial arts in the way I want to. Now it came to be that the online tea business I had been operating was nearing its life cycle where it was time to sell up and move on. And after 16 years of living the Hawaiian shirt way of life, going back into an office or factory to have somebody boss it over me wasn't an option. I needed a new way to make money that did not require me to hustle but kept me in my flow. And this new way tapped into my Qigong so that while I'm doing it, I would be using the Baguazhang form I had created, the Genshi Taofu Baguazhang, so that I would understand and know what it's supposed to do, so that I could teach other people who want the same thing. But in order to do that, the form has to have been proven to work. And in that moment, while also thinking about the essence of the Chinese god of martial arts, the Zhuan Wu Shangdi, I had an inspiration. I decided to read my way to success, basing it on bits of patterns I had noticed about myself and certain effects caused by doing Qigong and Baguazhang. 
Now for several years prior to all this, I had already become, through the cultivation of my qi, an exceptional weatherman or tian qi rin. So I knew that most of our physical abilities around qigong were only limited by the perceived reality we wish to live in and have nothing to do with actual real physics. The thing about the physical world is that it just is. It is an inert, tangible thing that does nothing until something acts upon it to cause a change in state. The Genshi Taofu Baguazhang does not deal with qi, as in breath, or the vital life force. It deals with qi as energy expressed as matter, with matter being energy vibrating at a low enough frequency so that we can see, hear, touch and feel it with our human senses. Nothing in the laws of physics are broken except by those created by human limitation because some people are afraid of the new. And the new for me revolves around the powers of intention and manifestation through reading, using Bagua and yin and yang flow of energy. Without believing anything I've said so far, just remember that people who create vision boards do it, people who have a focused goal do it, people who practice immersion training do it, people who meditate or practice mindfulness do it, and people who even have a goal of which they write down definitely do it. And you definitely know you are doing it when you have stayed focused enough to break through that invisible wall that tells us we are bored, hopeless, useless, or whatever negative shit we want to hear, so we will give up and not claim the reward on the other side. If you know what I mean, then you are part of the 3% that have made it. The other 97% don't know what I'm talking about, but are happy to point fingers and mock the new until they have no answers for the disasters that befall them. Case in point, this coronavirus, COVID-19. How many of you have discovered that you've known of people who seem to have been prepared for it, even though you didn't know you were until now, and can't logically explain it either? If you are a martial artist, the answer lies in all those forms, cutters, techniques and movements that have nothing to do with punching and kicking. We live in a world where, for now, nobody can outgun the United States of America on the battlefield and the financial markets. Even if the American war machine got knocked out, there are enough high-powered weapons floating in America itself that subjugating the people would be hard. An internal martial artist can't beat the pit bull fighter in the cage. This we know. So internal martial artists fight asymmetrically. Warfare by other means. So we know a dirty rat when we see one. And this virus is becoming a dirty rat.
So, getting back on track, here's how I make money. I spend an hour or two per day reading a fictional story, which is yin, written by a woman, which is also yin, to draw into me the reality I want. The fictional story has to be immersive for the powers of energetic intention to work. And the female author has to have dealt with large sums of money, either directly or indirectly, as a consequence of doing business. This matters because it affects the way I affects the way an author subconsciously expresses money and in turn it affects how I perceive the kind of money I want flowing into my pocket. The fiction part comes from the fact that while the neofrontal cortex of the brain processes facts and figures, i.e. non-fiction stuff, the other 70% of the brain, which is subconscious, only seems to learn well through immersive stories. Stories allow the brain to see itself within the framework of doing what is required to make a certain amount of money. And having done so, it perceives this fictional reality as actually done. So in order to remain congruent with external reality, the brain's vibrational energy signature changes to match the vibrational energy required to draw that sum into its internal reality. So that internal and external are at equilibrium. And when they are at equilibrium, we get flow and that feeling of being in the zone. What makes the system work is that it is my intention to make it work. This is not some parlor trick you will find on YouTube. Because no flow means no income, and no income means I have to work for somebody else, which means no time for what I truly love doing. In my way, I love doing it. So why am I telling you all this? The reason why I am telling you all this is because last night, for the first time ever, I had a dream in which I met the author of the current trilogy I am reading. Her name is Fonda Lee, and the exact book I'm reading is called Jade War. I have already read the first novel in the trilogy called Jade City, and while this podcast is sounding like it's developing into an audiobook review, I will leave it up to you to read it and make up your own mind on it. For me, what is important is the dream and the interaction I had with her, which in this case was me telling her around an office desk what I was doing with her trilogy, which in real life means cultivating our own energy pendants as part of my group's Qigong development, meaning that the energy pendant becomes the fourth Dantian after the three Dantians that exist within the body. In the dream, I told Fonda Lee that this independent fourth Dantian residing in the energy pendant acts the same as the bioenergetic jade in her novels, with the major difference being that the energy pendant must be cultivated and grown as part of doing Qigong practice. This is possible because while the pendant looks solid, most of it, like everything else, is mostly empty space. 
It is easier to understand if a person compares an energy pendant to a journal one writes in. In the beginning, a pendant is just like a journal with nothing written in it. As one cultivates their chi, it is like writing in a journal. While on the outside the journal never changes, within its pages grows the letters, words and sentences required to give it use beyond just being a journal. It is this growing energetic information that a Qigong master can tap into without exhausting its source. In fact, with each master who wears and uses the energy within, that master adds to the pendant his or her signature qi, thereby creating a series of chapters, with each chapter infusing the wearer with a different lesson, idea or story. Only energy workers can tap into the pendant's dantian, so it is not just a piece of jewellery or family heirloom. And this is what I told the author, Fonda Lee.